everybody, and welcome to Taking Control, the ADHD podcast on Rash Pixel FM. I'm Pete Wright, and right over there is Nikki Kinzer. Hello, everyone. Hello, Pete Wright. Hello, Nikki Kinzer. How are you? It's, I'm great. I'm older. I know. By the time by the time we record this, I will be officially a year older. Yes. Just a matter of days. You should take a picture <sighs> of your beard. It's an old man's beard. Is it's what a little it is. gray. I know that. When, <laughs> I know that people who haven't seen me, I know they're picturing you know. Uh, uh, headliner, headliner for a boy band. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> Please don't don't disabuse me of that image. I want to know everybody thinks of me as uh, a young Justin Timberlake. That's what I want. That's right. We'll yes. just go with that. I'm not a young Justin Timberlake. <laughs> sure you are. Oh, there you go. Thank you. I have one supporter in my That's cause. Right. We are we're going to be talking about work and memory and anxiety, and I know we're going to be talking about that because that is currently the working title of this show, work which will change. Anxiety. <laughs> I told that, I told you. I'm like this isn't a good title. We have to be a little more creative. Um, <laughs> Yeah. I'm actually going to rename it. This is not a good title, colon, work and memory and anxiety. (laughs) Before we do that, head over to TakeControlADHD.com. Get to know us a little bit better. Of course, you can listen to the show right there on the website or subscribe to the mailing list and uh, and get an email every time a new episode is goes live every week you can connect with us on twitter or facebook at take control adhd and call us at 503-664-4add and get your thoughts and questions on the show uh, all right nikki are we forgetting anything i don't know do you feel like you're forgetting something all the time really all the time and i have good systems like, right i have good systems that i trust and yet i feel like i've habituated that feeling of of uh, memory anxiety it's just normal state now there you wonder, go. Wonder what I'm forgetting. At any and given and moment. does that happen in the workplace? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, says the workplace that's is why, kind of all around me. That's why the title is called Work, Memory, and Anxiety. See, yeah, it may no, be a bad title, but it sure is appropriate. It does work. No, it's interesting because this is definitely one of the uh, more common concerns that I see with clients. And it, it kind of comes back to, you, you even said, I, I have good systems and I still forget, like, I've, you know, I'm forgetting something. So imagine if you don't feel like you have good systems. Yeah. It's oh, worse. Yeah. If, you, if right? you don't have a trusted system, yeah, that's terrible. It just makes it worse. And so you're constantly trying to figure out what it is that you're forgetting. You're searching for something and you don't even know what you're searching for. I mean, right? That's that's annoying yeah. <laughs> and frustrating and all of that. And, you know, I think that part of this definitely comes from the system, you know, whether or really how you organize your workflow, your schedule, your tasks, your email, your voicemail. We've talked about a lot of these different things in past shows, and I'm sure that there's more to come. Um, but today, what I wanted to focus on is that working memory, and that's that executive function that that many folks um, with ADHD are challenged with is that you are probably you probably are forgetting something. Oh, absolutely right. Uh, this and it's interesting that you bring this up because there is a I, I, there is a really decided difference between people who suffer with ADHD and are dealing with executive function challenges than people who are dealing with attention challenges. Right, um, this inability to kind of make short term forward thinking decisions and monitor a whole bunch of different competing stimuli really impact your memory. And I know that's something that I, I I deal with if I don't if I don't have the systems in place. Well, that's right. And and just to be clear, what this means, and and you sort of alluded that is that people with poor working memory have trouble holding a thought from the moment they think of it until it's time to act on it. 
So they may think, oh, I need to do this, but if they don't write it down or if they don't have a, a way to remember it, they probably will forget it. And they could even have a conversation with someone and they'll, the, the person that, that you're conversing with will say, but, but we, we talked about that. Don't you remember talking about that? And, and they honestly don't remember it. Like it, that, it didn't stick. I have a I have a metaphor. Can I share a metaphor? Yeah, please. Now this this uh, my wife, uh, you know, she's a speech pathologist. She went to see a, 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 a to a talk just last week, and the therapist is therapist. I don't remember his name, so I can't attribute it. I'm not even sure she told me his name, but I love this metaphor so much. Talking specifically about ADHD and executive function, that's how timely this topic is. It was just this week. Fantastic. He wow. said this. It's like you are you're driving in a car, right? You're in a car, and you are in the right lane, and the next Next block, you have to make a right turn. But there's somebody in front of you who's driving really slowly, and you're in a school zone, right? Now, if you're not dealing with executive functioning issues in ADHD, you might think to yourself, oh, you know, it's a school zone. I'm, I, I want to stay slow. And even though this person is driving way slower than the speed limit, that's okay because I know the next turn I have to make is a right turn. I'm just going to wait it out. It's not going to cost me more than a few seconds, and I'll make the right turn when it's time. If you're dealing with executive function challenges, you're going to say the immediate thing in front of me is this person is driving below the already slow speed limit. I don't have time for this. I'm going to turn to make a uh, get into the left lane to try and get past them. And you're not you're going to not even have on your horizon that in 200 yards you have to turn right. And now you've just missed the turn and therefore you are late to work. And the problem becomes, why are you late to work? But you don't know why you were late to work. All you know is you missed a turn. Mm -hmm. And you probably don't even remember that challenge. I love that metaphor. It so aptly describes the experience that I live with every day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's interesting that you used a car metaphor because I just went to the Chad conference last week, last weekend, mm -hmm. and uh, they somebody had mentioned that having ADHD is like feeling like you're seven feet tall and you're trying to get into a, one of those little mini Cooper cars. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that, that the world is not necessarily, well, it's not, it's not set up for you. And yeah. so you're trying to, to fit into something that's just really uncomfortable. So, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I just bring that up because it was a car metaphor. Yeah, no, <laughs> That's I totally see it. it makes a lot of sense. But yeah, yeah, it is interesting. Well, and you know, I think that it, it's unfortunate because there's still that stigma of, it, it, you did it intentionally, like you intentionally forgot, like, oh, well, you yeah. just must not care because you forgot. Right. And right. we know that that's not the case. It has nothing to do with intention or not caring. You just simply forgot because this executive function is not working properly. Exactly. Um, and in a workplace, this can definitely have some consequences and, uh, and does add a lot of stress because you can miss deadlines. You could turn things in late or half finished. Um, I know that a lot of worry that, that I see with clients is they feel like people are looking at them as unreliable or irresponsible, which is not how they want to be perceived. Women often get labeled as kind of flaky, right? And that's not fair. Mm -hmm. Um, and then you're always feeling like you're catching up. You're just never ahead. And I hear that a lot too. And that's, that's an incredibly terrible place to feel or be in. And none of these things, when they're happening, are going to help your self-esteem, right? You're going to end up having those limiting beliefs that you're not good enough. This is my fault. I'm just being lazy. Why can't I do this? Everybody else can do it. And then all of these things keep going into your head and, and it's not, 
um, serving you and, and yeah, it's a cycle right. and it's a, it's a terrible cycle to be in. Uh, so I want to focus on the memory part and, um, give some folks some ideas on what you can do in the workplace, because that is where we're kind of focusing on. Uh, and I can't remember the pen, but you're going to, you're going to remember it because you're the tech genius. That'd be the live scribe. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> in my notes, I wrote, the pen with a recorder. <laughs> uh, that, yes. That has been a lifesaver for a lot of my clients, not only students who can record their lectures, but also professionals who can record their meetings with their bosses, like weekly reviews and things like that. Um, and then they can highlight the area that they want to go back to because they, you know, they want to make sure that they got everything. Like this was the priority that these are the things to do. So that is an excellent way to, um, you know, I think capture those things is if you can listen to it again. Oh, absolutely. And the, uh, I will say the special edition live scribe three smart pen with the Moleskine notebook, they have a partnership between Moleskine and listeners of the show. know I'm a big fan of Moleskine notebooks. And so this is a, it's a whole kit that you can get, uh, with the Moleskine notebook. It's the holiday season. I don't know. This yeah. may just end up in the gift guide. Yes. We'll definitely put it in the show notes for, for today. Cause I want people to be able to see that. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Um, the other thing I think that's important, and this is this is not only memory, but it's also capturing distractions. If you're in a meeting, I think it is important to have some kind of effective way to capture your thoughts when they come. Um, mm -hmm. So that way you aren't relying on your memory to remember them after the meeting. And so if if you notice like somebody is saying something and it's a deadline, you know, write that down, like have one of your notebooks or have something where you can write that down as it's coming to you. Don't, don't rely on your memory. That is a strategy that a lot of people continue to try. Like they think, well, I'll just remember it, but it, it you just don't. And if we want to begin to trust ourselves, then having these systems in place, you know, are going to be really important. If this isn't a habit that you have already adopted, you know, it's definitely time to, to be thinking about that. What do you carry around for quick notes? I use my, um, I use the notes in my phone. Yeah. That little, just that little plain notes, you know, whatever, yep. like the little Apple, yellow pad. Yeah, because you're on iPhone, the Apple Notes app. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I use that all the time. And uh, in fact, when I was uh, traveling to the Chad conference, I was listening to podcasts. Um, and as I was listening to the podcast, that's what I was putting notes down as I was just typing the notes as I was listening. And it was actually sure. very convenient. Yeah. That's great. Um, okay. So then I would say that after you have these things uh, dumped down or, you know, dumped in some place that you do have to kind of somewhat go back and organize them the best that you can. We're not looking for perfection here. You guys know that that is not my focus. Um, just that you're doing something with them, you know, whether that's putting them into your to-do list, into your calendar, just so that we're not forgetting about them, that we're still paying attention to them. It could be part of your weekly review. Um, today's focus is not to set up those systems. I'm just, you know, saying this is an important piece. So be thinking about that. This, this opens up a can of worms and I know that that's true, but I, it really does. But I just want to encourage people to go back to, to our episode. I can find the, the, uh, sh the link to this. I'll put it in the show notes to, uh, the workbox where we talk about kind of digital systems to get out of your inbox, out of your notes and get everything in the system that allows you to do the work. You know, it's not an inbox, it's a workbox. And, uh, we did a whole episode on that. And I think it's worth just, just revisiting that if you haven't already. So link in the show notes. Well, 
Well, I totally agree. And that's where it gets so fuzzy here because it's like, I want to give people ideas on how to capture their, their thoughts for their memory. Uh, but oh my gosh, it does. It can open up a whole can of worms because what if I don't have an effective way, you know, I don't have an effective to-do list. So I'm glad you bring that up because we have talked about those things before. And I think it goes to the, my, my next point is that to have an effective project planning system in place, how you're going to you know, plan for your projects. But again, that could be a whole nother like three or four episodes. Um, so I understand that people may not have that in place yet and that's okay. These are just to mm-hmm. plant the seed. I'm just planting the seed of how you can capture these things, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Um, I also think that out of sight is out of mind. We all probably can agree on that. So if you have something in front of you to trigger your memory, I think that that's going to be a great thing. So if you are working under a deadline and you don't want to forget that, have a sticky note with that deadline and the project you're working on or use bulletin boards for urgent items. So they're, you know, consistently in front of you, uh, dry erase boards, all of these basic tools. I mean, there, there, there's nothing technical about a bulletin board, but by golly, it can work. You know, if it's in front of you, it can work. And so, um, those are the things that I want people to think about. If you're afraid you're going to forget about something, then get it in front of you somehow. Absolutely. We talk about alarms all the time. And I know that in any article or podcast that you listen to, they're talking about alarms as well. That's just a given. I mean, you, you have to have something there to remind you that you need to be somewhere or that you need to leave right now to get there on time. And that's where those alarms are going to, um, really benefit you, but, but do change them from time to time so that it does wake up your brain, change the music, um, even change the time a little bit, maybe instead of, you know, 4.45, you set it for 4.40. You know what I mean? Just yeah, just even of, a few minutes makes, yes. a, makes a big difference. Yeah. yeah, just to kind of wake you up a little bit. But those alarms are those structures that you really do need um, in place to, to make sure that you are where you are supposed to be and that you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. Um, the other suggestion I have is if you do do better with written instructions rather than verbal, which I think most people probably do, then do request from your coworkers and your boss to send you an email of what they need you to do instead of just telling you in the hallway. Oh yeah. And this, this is the same thing. I get the same thing with phone calls, right? When people call and they say, would you do this thing for me? Please send me an email, please send me an email. And usually you have to say, uh, I'm in the car. I can't write anything down. Would you please send me an email? Then you don't have to feel bad about it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to give them an explanation. You don't have to say anything, but just, Hey, can you please send me an email on that so that, you know, I make sure that I get it done for you. Yeah. Of course. I mean, who's going to say no to that? Um, so those are the subtle things that you can really think about that, that may make a huge difference. The other thing is if something does get missed, then you know what, take this opportunity to not feel bad about it, but just look at it as a learning experience. Know what it was, right? Because sometimes just identifying what we're forgetting can can open up a new perspective. Yeah, sure. Uh, learn from it, apologize, fix it, make it better, you know, if you need to do something. Um, but then move on. And just remember that making this mistake is not a reflection of who you are as a person. And I think that people get stuck in that. They think, well, gosh, here I did it again. I'm a bad person. You're not a bad person for making a mistake, you know? So separating who you are from, from any of these challenges, any of these executive um, function challenges, I think is a really important reminder. 
Outstanding. I have a challenge. Oh, you do? Uh-huh. This is, a, is this kind of a new thing? We're going to be challenge, yeah, doing the challenge? I, I like challenging people because, you know, I think this is what I was, I was reflecting uh, <laughs> about, you know, going forward in 2017 and, and what yeah. my business is going to look like. And I went to this wonderful Chad conference and, and I got to meet in person some of these fabulous people that we've had on the show. And, um, and it was just really a, a great experience. And I thought, you know, we give so many strategies out. We give so many ideas. We have these great conversations. And I would love to be able to challenge people at the end of blog posts and at the end of the podcast to get them to just do some small little actions, you know, just to see, okay, it's great that you're listening to us. And believe me, we appreciate it. We want you to share this podcast with as many people as you can put a review on there on iTunes. Right. But yeah. we also want you to take action. And I think that one of the best emails that, that Pete and I get from you is when we hear that, Oh my gosh, this worked for me and this has changed my life or this has made a huge difference. And, and we want to hear more of that. And I think that if we put the challenge out there, then maybe we'll hear more of that. And we're actually going to get people to, to really move forward. So what is our challenge of the week this week? Awesome. So is there something in your life that you tend to forget? And what we want to do is identify where maybe one of these strategies may help you. So not all of them. We don't want to try all of them, um, but just try one or two and let us know what the result is. So if you are constantly forgetting um, your morning meeting, or you're constantly forgetting to pick up your kids at a certain time. Mm-hmm. Um, which, you know, that could be a real problem. So make sure you get on top of that one. <laughs> <laughs> please, please don't forget your kids. Yeah, that could, that could cause some issues. Um, but you know, whatever it is, what, what is an area that, man, if I could just remember to do this, it would make my life so much better. It would ease that anxiety. Remember the whole title work, memory and anxiety, yeah. right? Um, that's what I want you to focus on and, and just try it. Let us know what you think. Did it make a difference? Um, and you can write to us, you can leave a message on our voicemail. You can send me a direct email, however you want to do it. We want to hear from you. I also want to hear from people who have clever ways to remember things, because I know there are lots of clever ideas out there because, there's a lot of creative people out there and you guys have figured out hacks and I want to know what they are so we can share those. Share the hacks, people. Share them. Share the hacks. Yes. So that there you go. I think this is great. Share your thoughts. Share your hacks, people. This is this is a, a wonderful opportunity to, to build a, a stronger community around helping each other do more, uh, more efficiently, less stress, less anxiety. Let's let's help each other uh, uh, reduce the noise. That's what we need to do for 2017. I think that we can say fairly, uh, have a great uh, Thanksgiving for those who are celebrating uh, U.S. Thanksgiving uh, around the world. You know, you should, you know, we're all thankful for you around the world. That's what we're, that's what we're saying. So thank you, everybody. And happy birthday to you, Pete, right? Oh, geez. Yeah. Thanks, Nikki. Uh, This has been uh, another wonderful conversation. Thank you, everybody, for downloading and joining us. And uh, we'll catch you right after the holiday uh, right here on Taking Control, the ADHD podcast.